This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us on the phone from Juneau today is Emily Wilson, the new Alaska Tribal Relations Coordinator for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA. Also on the phone to speak with her is KYUK's Steve Heimel. Welcome to you both. Oh, good morning, and uh, glad to be on again, speaking here from the ancestral lands of the Denaina people and being heard in the lands of the Yupit. And, uh, Emily, I guess you're in the land of the Glingit people. I am this morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for the invitation to be here today. Well, I'm very happy to be talking with you, and uh, maybe we'll uh, give people a chance to get to know the new Tribal Relations Coordinator at NOAA Fisheries, and then uh, maybe we can have you on other times uh, as well and come come up things to be talked about here. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, driving into work, I was enjoying the snowy, blizzardy conditions here in Juneau. The snow is coming down. People are excited because there will be new snow on the slopes. And, yeah, it's been a wonderful morning. How about yourself? Well, uh, we have a blizzard warning, and uh, we got a whole lot of snow, but it's not snowing at the moment. And um, we're doing good. We're getting ready for the uh, Iditarod race here. Now, I was. Uh, where is your um, office actually located? Are you up in uh, Auk Bay or in the town? I'm actually in the downtown federal building in Juneau, our capital city. NOAA also has uh, offices in Anchorage, and we have some small field offices in Kodiak and Dutch Harbor as well. Well, the um, I saw in the news that uh, the uh, Coast Guard cutter is there. Is that still in town? You know, I didn't notice, but I believe it is. We just had an office training yesterday um, with one of our former Coast Guard staff for first aid, so I believe that might still be in town. But don't quote me on that. No, I won't. I saw a picture distributed by the Coast Guard of that uh, pretty pretty impressive vessel, and I saw that it had come back from the uh, Bering Sea, and it was involved in uh, enforcement there, and using uh, there were NOAA personnel, law, NOAA law enforcement personnel on board of there. Does your uh, your task, your area include uh, the other parts of NOAA besides the uh, NOAA fisheries? No, actually I work specifically for NOAA Fisheries and I was hired as the Tribal Relations Coordinator for our regional office here. But we do do a lot of, we have a lot of partnerships with our Coast Guard uh, fellows and they're here in the building with us as well. And it's great to be able to do some joint ventures as we go out on those research vessels. So I work separate. I work in the region from the Alaska Fisheries Science Center, which is actually stationed down in Seattle, Washington. Yeah, yeah, it's very, always struck me as a little ironic that uh, it's called Alaska Fisheries and it's in Seattle, but it's it's a very, uh, very hard-working outfit. I've been down there and visiting. Um, you, um, give me some idea of what uh, your your job responsibilities are as a tribal relations coordinator. Uh, like, like on your desk right now, what are you, what are you looking at and planning for? Oh, that's a whole uh, can of worms that you opened up there. I'm looking at a lot of things. 
our Alaska region was in great need of a tribal coordinator before I was hired, and it took quite a, a long time from what I'm hearing from staff, anywhere from one to two decades to establish this position, uh, get authorization for it, and receive funding. So there, I hit the ground running, right? There's a lot of things on the plate right now. We had very large uh, tribal consult, formal tribal consultations this month in February, this last month, um, with our Western and Interior Alaska tribes, all sharing wonderful feedback on how NOAA can improve our tribal relations in the region. But that is one of my main goals and responsibilities here at NOAA Fisheries, is to make sure that we provide opportunities early written notice and phone calls, email, regular correspondence with our tribal native communities so that they are aware of the actions that are occurring in fisheries. NOAA Fisheries or the National Marine Fisheries Service is responsible for the stewardship of the nation's ocean resources and their habitats. And many of our actions impact tribal culture and lifeways. And it's important for us to consider their feedback in our decision-making process. And that's where I come in. We haven't, uh, over time, we haven't um, done the best job we could in order to establish those relationships with our tribal leaders and organizations. And it's important for us to reach out to them and have an ongoing relationship. So for me, the two most important things in my job currently is respect and relationships. It's to give our tribal communities that respect of reaching out, providing notices, making sure they're aware of activities that might impact them, especially in the fisheries realm, but also with the conservation of our marine mammals, and make sure that we are forming those relationships. So I'll be planning some trips later this year where I'll go out to Native communities and villages and visit with them, introduce myself, get to know them, so they get to know me and we can establish a relationship, a good working relationship together. I really look forward to that. Yeah, well, I think we do too. You, um, so, so were you involved then? Uh, were you on, on task already when the consultation took place uh, just last month? I did lead and facilitate the two consultations. One that came in as a, a letter for initiating tribal consultation in August, and it had been delayed and not quite put on the books yet. Um, so we were working through that in January. The other was a letter we received in January, so we were able to get that off the ground right away and interact with our tribes and tribal organizations. So for me, there is a little bit of a higher learning curve. I was a West Coast Tribal Liaison in the lower 48, so I was responsible for federally recognized tribes in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and California. So I'm very familiar and have good relationships with our treaty tribes down there. Now I'm learning all of the Alaska Native communities, tribes, and tribal organizations up here. And, of course, it's a, a different status with the Alaska Native Claims Act. So it's important for me to um, learn from our Native communities, keep an open mind, and learn all about our tribes and tribal organizations here. Yeah, there are. <laughs> you got a lot of tribes and a lot of different uh, uh, people uh, to uh, uh, help be in contact with. Uh, you know, all the you know, just every village pretty much has a, has one tribal. Um, Administrator uh, that, that might also hold municipal and, and, and corporate office at the same time. It can be 
it can be a little bewildering, I guess, and, and, and hard to work your way through. Well, and I noticed our tribal communities have been very gracious in helping explain situations for me so that I understand their status and how to move, how best to move forward with our relationship together. Well, great. So I, did you, did you get to attend the uh, Marine Science Symposium? I did, yes, in Anchorage last month. That was wonderful to see so much research going on, but to be able to meet with some of our uh, Native community leaders at the same time. Yes, it was. I uh, I probably saw you there then. I was sitting in the tables around the front, and uh, some of the some of the tribal people from uh, our area were sitting uh, at a table not too far away, <laughs> sitting there and kind of enduring it all because it can get a little tedious. <laughs> right, but it's so fascinating. One of the um, talks that really caught my attention was the one that our Alaska Fisheries Science Center is conducting on board the vessels that monitor bycatch of salmon in some of our ground fish fisheries. And the fact that they were able to think outside of the box and be able to respond to genetic testing on the water versus traveling 30 miles back in to shore to drop off those samples and have them sent to a genetics lab to be able to be um, reviewed and, and analyzed. So it was great to see that they took a container they created a, a genetics lab inside of that and some specialized equipment um, with motion sensors and things that help it so stable so that they could do genetic testing on the water in real time. That was fantastic to see. Yeah, that was, that was really amazing. Uh, I noticed that uh, uh, Senator Murkowski in her presentation uh, mentioned that uh, they had she'd managed to uh, – uh, worked some stuff through Congress and was expecting to get, uh, you know, some some fairly substantial uh, uh, marine science uh, for uh, for NOAA fisheries, including a couple of NOAA vessels. <laughs> so, so there's probably going to be uh, plenty more uh, tribal relations business coming up as the years go forward. That would be fantastic. I know that there is a great need here with climate change and the warming of our Arctic Ocean, and there's a lot of impacts that are occurring, especially to our fish populations here in the Arctic and our marine mammals. So that would be wonderful. Yes. Well, um, the some years ago, and uh, this is kind of goes to this issue of, uh, of climate change, um, we had a new reporter came to uh, came to Bethel, and uh, they got word that uh, down the Kuskokwim River uh, somebody had seen a whale, and so the reporter, brand new reporter, <laughs> uh, went went to the village and discovered that uh, yes, there had been a whale there, and the people had promptly killed it, <laughs> and <laughs> it was a gray whale. Uh, they didn't even really. I mean, that was just it was it was thought of as food, and it was a gray whale, and it had come up the river, and that was unusual, not entirely unheard of. Belugas sometimes would come up the river, but this is a whole gray whale. And there was quite a, quite a, a, a lot of, it got in the news, and uh, it, it caused a lot of concern. Elders were concerned. They said, you know, you can't just be, you know, you, you have to come and, and, and uh, salvage this, uh, this, this animal now. And uh, Noah, Fisheries had to figure out what to do about it, and uh, 
you know, so we're we're monitoring this whole thing and trying to figure out, well, are, are there going to be fines? How is it going to work? And the response from NOAA was interesting and, I think, sensitive. It said, we're going to use this as an educational opportunity, and that's what they did. So probably that work is is going to be continuing because this is just really the beginning of a lot of, uh, I think, changes in, in species that uh, it's, it falls in the ballpark of your agency. Absolutely, and the region is focusing on creating greater coordination on tribal outreach and education with our Alaska Fisheries Science Center. So, for example, I've created a regional tribal engagement team for our region, and we've invited our Science Center counterparts, uh, Mabel uh, Schaefer, Baldwin Schaefer, and Maggie Mooney-Seuss, and they have come and we're working on defining our roles and responsibilities associated with fisheries, but also how best to do that outreach to our tribal communities and take advantage of situations like we just spoke about with the whale stranding. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna see, I think, probably more uh, strandings. And I think also another thing area is the, the marine mammal management, uh, where tribes are pretty important in this whole situation, not just from the point of view of co-management, but also in terms of um, uh, establishing uh, critical habitat and, 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 and getting local observations from the field. Absolutely. And I know that strandings have increased in the last few years. Um, we are working with our stranding network partners on that. We're also working and having discussions with our Native communities on co-management agreements. So there is a need for additional funding. There's not enough funding to go around, and it's difficult for our tribal communities to get the, the money that they need in order to help us. In, do, in conducting this research and collecting uh, data. So we want to make sure that we have opportunities um, to work with our Native communities into the future. But again, NOAA Fisheries doesn't have control over that budget. I know it's not the best um, message to send out to our Native communities, but we do have to talk to headquarters there. We have to talk with our congressionals. We have to talk with our leadership to determine, is there money available and how can we best um, direct that? to the Alaska region working with our Native communities on co-management of marine mammals. We're speaking with Emily Wilson, the Tribal Relations Coordinator with NOAA Fisheries in Juneau. And, Emily, we only got a couple of minutes left, but I figure I should bring up harmful algal blooms and uh, the concern about that. Definitely. There are issues associated with HABs, harmful algal blooms, and we have a whole team that's working on that with our science staff. Um, we know that there, with the warming climate that we're experiencing, we will see greater outbreaks of harmful algal blooms and greater impacts to our um, coastal waters and our food webs associated with that, that we rely on algae. So it's important for us to be able to work with our science center, with the re our regional biologists as well, to be aware of those incidents when they occur and make sure that we have the best available science to help explain those conditions in working with our fisheries, um, sustainable fisheries staff that might affect um, a lot of our um, fisheries that are occurring out there. All right. Well, Emily, I want to thank you so much for being with us, and I hope we can have you back again. 
Thank you for the invite. It was a pleasure. All right. Glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed your coffee with KYUK. Good night. That's KYUK's Steve Heimel speaking with Emily Wilson, NOAA's new Alaska Tribal Relations Coordinator. Join us tomorrow when we discuss the Kuskokwim Consortium Library's Book of the Month with Teresa Quiner. This is Coffee at KYUK. That's Coffee weekday mornings at 840. Catch up on old episodes by visiting KYUK.org or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcast.